Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we, I, it's, I, I mean. How do you even? I mean, I feel like I always want to say this, but I'm not allowed to. We're killing people? No. Oh, uh, we're killing God. Yes. Yes. Absolutely oh, we are. Good. We're killing God and we're doing it with giant robots that look like the Power Rangers, like morphin robot thing. Absolutely, guys. Voltron kind of stuff. <laughs> or. <laughs> There's a lot of things. There's a lot of uh, it's they're deep. mech. It's deep. It's they're, got depth. They're 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 mech things. They're, they're guys, me- you guys understand. Guys, we're talking about Xenogears. Yes, this game's crazy, insane. We're we sat down with Ryan Koppel to talk about this crazy fucking awesome game. And not only just the game, the story behind the game of development and what oh happened. With it. It's insane. It's an incredible story. Ryan's an amazing guest. Uh, he's super fun and he loves this game and. Holy shit, is there so much to cover on this one? Uh, the plot's crazy, the gameplay's crazy, I feel like I'm saying this over and over, no, this but I, shit's crazy. exactly, like, just even the development of what happened and what the game was supposed to be and everything, oh, you're gonna love it. It's so much fun. Okay, Okay. M- most importantly. Before we, before we jump into the episode. Let's talk about it. You may remember that we are giving away a free New Players Joined Fuck James Lipton tote bag. That's right, guys, it's a tote bag just for And you. all of you... Not all of you, unless maybe all of you. I don't know. We got thousands of drawings. We, <laughs> we did not. <laughs> we got a ton of drawings, we got a ton of drawings. Uh, submitted to us on Twitter. And so we are going to be announcing the winner via Twitter with a very scientific method uh, where we're going to post a video. You can watch us make the selection. It's going to be great. So this is Tuesday that you're listening to this episode. Tomorrow on Wednesday in the afternoon, tune in to see who wins that tote bag and watch Keith and I pull off the greatest, most scientific way. The most scientific. The most scientific. scientific. Some ways are scientific. Other ways are more scientific. This one is the most science. Uh, But also, if you, uh, that is the way to contact with us because we have no other way to contact you other than through Twitter. So check your Twitter if you send us a drawing. At New Player Pod, guys. Check it out. It's going to be fun. Uh, But for now, for now, holy shit, this episode, we are fucking God. <laughs> we are gonna, we are gonna fuck up God shit. Hey, anybody listening, including God, we're fucking up your shit, bro. And we bring you up a lot on our show, surprisingly. Yeah. What's a, what? What do you want to hear? You say to yourself, if heaven exists at the pearly gates, is it? I got fucked up in Xenogears? Because guess what? That's what you're hearing. <laughs> Let's jump in. Let's do it. This is new players joined. <laughs> we, we do this we do this sometimes with our engineer at Starburns to piss him off where he'll be like go ahead and test the mics and we'll just go bah bah <laughs> he hates it uh, <laughs> but it's, what we, it's I mean it's, a, it's definitely a bit we only do yeah. with people that like we know they like us and we're friends yeah. with them like we don't do it to everyone yeah we're not trying to ruin every relationship. Just a, just a, a couple. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just the ones that are already just, broken. Just, you can just yeah. smash those down even it's more. Like, who cares? You know, uh, they're not going to like you at this point. So. If if a if a tire is flat, you can't let much air out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you yeah. mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Feels weird. Feels good. Feels good for me. Feels good for me. Hey. uh... <laughs> 
what are we what are we playing right now? What are you guys playing right now? You playing anything right now? Uh playing two games. Oh, what are uh, you playing right now? Playing Resident Evil Two. The, yes, uh-huh. the okay. new one. Did you play the first one? The first yes. one that came around. Okay. Tell me. Uh, tell me how you, what do you think? Well, I mean it's Leon's much hotter in this one, so that's <laughs> yes. nice. I mean, he's not a pixelated block. Yep. Uh, and the, and the fashion has definitely improved from the, from the <laughs> '90s classic. Uh, no, I mean it's it's really fun. It's you know I it's not as scary as I would say, but that's also probably because I'm now in my 30s, and right, so yeah. the when I was a kid, so I now to, you welcome death. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I mean zombies are like okay, fine, we we we, we get it. The yeah. one thing that's super right. scary is that really big guy that follows you around. Oh Mr. my god, X. the Inspector Gadget dude. It's totally Inspector Gadget yeah. if he was like on steroids. <laughs> he looks like many children on each other's uh, shoulders on in a trench coat. He's <laughs> like, I will crush you. Yeah, I played the first one, and I really like about the the remake that's come out is how all of it's a little bit different while staying the same. Like yeah. the hallways are yeah. dark now. Like you can't see a lot. Like it's hard yeah. to see just in general. Like just shooting the zombies is difficult just yeah. in that whole sense of the term. Oh yeah, it's and like headshots... It takes like 10 headshots to put one down now. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's comical. That's it's, not it's, how bullets work. It's literally yeah. like, what is it? Me, myself, and Irene were yeah. like, kill the cow. That's like every zombie in this game. You have to shoot <laughs> yeah. it like a hundred times it's, just to put it down. Man, it's challenging. A, a me, myself, and Irene I needed reference. to get it in there. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, the Far- Fairly Brothers? You know, hit, your, uh, your fifth favorite Jim Carrey movie? And your sixth I, favorite Renelle Z- Zellweger film. <laughs> there are six Renee Zellweger films. <laughs> Holy shit. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. No, it's Jerry Maguire. Not Toby Sh- Maguire. Toby Maguire. Way different <laughs> movie. Way different movie. This is movie. funny because I was joking around with Keith before he got here that I wanted to just put on Bruce Springsteen's Secret Garden on full blast and we just have you it. walk in and, and both of us just wistfully staring off into the distance and just going, oh, hey, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can't be stranger than the, not strange, but the then amazing the floating Harry Potter candles. floating candles it when I walked be. in. I assure you. Imagine both if, of those. If only there was a black light. <laughs> this really would have. I wonder what if our guests are like, they're fucking candles still up from yeah. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it it's is. not a Christmas thing. It's not like it's like it was no, It was party. for Christmas. Oh, it was. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not a Christmas tree. That that's more offensive than Those, the there, there are two the garlands garland. still hanging. Yeah. Why? Because we have too much Christmas stuff to put it all away. You can also have white poinsettia. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Well, that's kind of <laughs> I sometimes I look around my own apartment. I'm just like, what? What is happening here? <laughs> what, is, what is going? Um, but yeah, so playing Resident Evil Two, and yep. then I just started the new Kingdom Hearts. Yep. So Those are the you two. and I are playing the same exact games right now. Yep. How far are you into Kingdom Hearts? Um, I just got through uh, the Monsters Inc. World. Okay. So what do you think about the game so far? Uh, it's it's like they. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> yeah, well, no, because I'm trying to think how to describe it in an entertaining way. Well, that's what I'm saying, because there's this it needs trepidation. Ritalin. Yeah. It needs Ritalin in the sense of that when you're in a combat, it's just like there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. It's, there's, you've got like five allies, crazy fucking whipping around keyblades, like flying crazy, through air. Yeah. And then now they've included attractions. So it's like, oh, you can get on the mad teacups and just whirl around the oh, entire space. Yeah. It's just like, oh. God, it's just nonstop like, sensory overload. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's fun. Well, Do you understand the story? Yeah. What's oh, going God, on? No. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, good. No. Okay, good. This is nobody. like what keeps happening. Everybody's like, we like the game. I like it too. It's so much fun, or what have you. I'm like, it's great, but I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. The cutscenes take me out of it completely. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the fact that it's still like, like I was talking to someone else today about, it, and I was like, okay, so there's the heartless, which is what happens when someone 
loses their heart if they become the heartless, except mm. there's nobodies, and the nobodies are the body left behind when a heart is taken. But okay. then I was like, well, wait, but isn't the heartless a nobody? Because if the heart, like, what is turning the heartless into a heartless oh, if you don't Anson's have the heart? Also, like, six different people. None of yeah. these words are Donald or Goofy, and so I don't care about any of them. <laughs> I just want to have fun. I just want to go in the D cups and talk to Donald and Goofy. Like, that's literally what the game got pitched to me as. And I'm yeah. like, who are all these people who are all Sephiroth over and over and over and over? <laughs> oh, completely. You know what I mean? Every Organization 13 member is some version of Sephiroth <laughs> of a different hair like, color. Organization 13. Do you mean to tell me that there were 12 other organizations, or is it just cooler to say Organization 13? To be fair, there are 13 members. Oh, my However, God. as I was playing, and this might be a bit of a spoiler alert. So. Spoiler alert, spoiler, spoiler alert, 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 spoiler alert. As you're playing, you discover that, so apparently in the old Kingdom Hearts 2, 2.8, whatever fucking, get there like 800 Get them, get them, get, em, get, em, Ryan. get yeah, em, Ryan. fuck them up. Yeah, oh, it's, it was just stupid. But... <laughs> Apparently, the original Organization 13 members all got their hearts back, and so they transformed back to normal people from nobodies. But there's a new Organization 13 that's just basically they look like the same people, but they're just like, oh, no, we're the new Organization 13. I, I don't get I, why listen. people find this game confusing. I don't understand it. I don't get why people are confused. I, I have a thing. Um, I can't tell this to the creators of Kingdom Hearts 3 because I don't know who they are. But just, <laughs> but just in case you know them, could you relay a message for me? Sure. Fuck you. <laughs> Tell them fuck you and stop it because this is way too much for me. This game is like a conspiracy theory. I see the yarn <laughs> everywhere just going back and forth, back and yeah, forth. Dude. So many people involved. It's a lot. I love it's a it. Lot. And at the same time, I'm like, what is going I'm on? I'm just overwhelmed by the amount of information they throw at you. And it's, listen, uh, Inception was two, two and a half hours, and it was a lot of exposition. Yeah. But I liked it. This game is like 60 hours, and it's mostly exposition. And that's the thing. I don't want to skip the cutscenes. Once I start doing that, I'm like, did I even play the game? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Do yeah. I even take part, partake in this experience? Well, and it's frustrating because it's like half the cutscenes are just a recap of a Disney movie. Right. Where it's just like, oh, Same great, now lines. that person's the villain. Right. Obviously. And then half of it is, yes, it's this nonsense gobbledygook of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we got to go back to Master Yen Sid to uh, discover the power of awakening that Sora apparently lost like 15 years ago because I don't remember what happened in the last game. <laughs> what? Was there not even like, I, I didn't dig this deep, but like, was there no like recap video that no. they could have put at the top of the game? Apparently, like, there's a story that you can go see to understand what's going on, but that to me is just bad gameplay. If you need to go somewhere else in the game to understand what's going on, it's kind of like you admitting that you are you didn't, fucking you didn't make do a bad job. You didn't make the game. You didn't make a good game. Yeah. <laughs> just. Uh, I'm trying to think of an analogy for this that is like a normal life situation. Like you go to a restaurant and you sit down and they put all this food in front of you and you're like, what is this? And and you're like, uh, we we don't know, but you ordered it 15 years ago. That's what it feels like. In this game, you're like, what if I'm allergic to this? What if I don't understand what I'm eating? And they're just like, I know, right? Bye. And again, if you guys enjoy this game, keep playing the game. No doubt. Yeah. Like, you love the story. If you dig it, that's fine for you. I'm just saying, I don't. Yeah, I can't I, 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 I do it. And on that. Oh, no. Uh, if you like the game, you're you're a moron. No, <laughs> Get him, right. All of our listeners are Get him, right. right, guys. On. Get in there. Fuck him up. Hey, guys. Yeah. Welcome to new players. Join a podcast with the games people love. And what? They love them. Uh, some of you listening are going to find that last comment especially funny considering what today's episode <laughs> is. We're joined 
We're joined here in my apartment with a very, very lovely man. You know him from his work on Halo Forward Unto Dawn, and also from the new uh, podcast debuting this month, I believe. Uh, yes. I don't know when this is airing, but... February 12th. Yes. So this month. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it'll probably, it'll have been like a week or two ago. Great. Uh, Voyage to the Stars. Please welcome, so far, the very fearless Ryan Koppel. Aw, thank you. Hello, so everyone. Much, and Ryan, what game are we talking about today? Uh, we are going to talk about one of my favorite games that probably caused me the most existential angst okay. in this. high school, yep. uh, which is Xenogears. Yeah, yeah. we are. Oh my god. Wow. Xenogears. Wow. Which is let's let's like let's do it. put it all out there right yeah. now. This game is heavily flawed and awesome. Yes. Is how I would describe it. Yes. It's very long. Yes. It's very complicated. Yes. Yes. I don't fully have a grasp on the plot of this game, Correct. no matter how many times I try to get a grasp on the plot of this Correct. game. Yes. I would say it is nowhere near as convoluted as the Kingdom Hearts series. Not at all. Oh, I, I, I think that should be like the finale of this conversation as we talk about Xenogears and then we go in and say, okay, which is actually more convoluted? Yeah. Here's the thing. I think Xenogears is absolutely convoluted. I think Kingdom Hearts chases its tail too much. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's you a good point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just feeling like I keep having the same conversations. It's the same sort of people. We're just going in a circle. This is just like a lot. Xeno Gears oh, is yeah. a ton. Yeah. Uh, for the uninitiated listening at home or at work or in a car or sinking to the bottom of a volcano, again, we have no <laughs> clue where you are when you listen to these. How would you describe Xeno Gears? Um, I think I would describe Xeno Gears as being a hybrid of like. Neon Genesis Evangelion on the anime side of just like Mecha, <laughs> kind of fucked up, lots of big monsters and mm-hmm. unexplicable bad guys. Yep. Meets like a Final Fantasy, basically. Yeah. 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 This is a. It's a game that got. Uh, that almost didn't get released in North America because of its religious undertones. Because it's so metal. It is, the thing you're doing is so fucking metal. Oh, it's, <laughs> Let's it's, it's, it's pretty gnarly. What are you doing in this game? Yeah, it's gonna be. You're killing, killing God. God. Yeah. You're oh, killing yeah. God in this game. I mean, to be fair, that is like every Final Fantasy yeah. or a JRPG typically ends with like, well, I guess we gotta kill God. Yeah. But normally <laughs> okay. it's like, it's a little bit like more subtle. Like, oh, Sephiroth is a bad guy, huh? I guess he's technically like magical and eh, just fucking kill him. This <laughs> is like this guy made you all kill it. Oh yeah. And the thing it's... that I read that was interesting about that stuck out to me was this got pitched originally as the Final Fantasy VII game. Oh, I didn't know that. That was a Final Fantasy VII. This scripts. got pitched as a Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Wow. And it was turned down because it was too anti-religious, which was interesting considering Final Fantasy X, right? A game that is heavily anti-religious. Very, it, yes. That was like what seven? What no? It was later. It, 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 it was much ago, later. 10, so I feel like later. we we cooled off from. That I think point. it was only four years later. Two thousand. Well, the two thousand ninety-seven came out in yeah. nineteen ninety-seven, but I think it only started getting made in ninety-three. That's fair. So I'm like, I think it's yeah. like close to a decade. So, okay, so here's my challenge to you. Okay. Can you tell us the plot to Xenogears? Easily. (laughs) Um, Okay, so you start off by playing Fei Fong Wong, I believe. He's an amnesiac who gets dropped off in the city of (laughs) Lacan, if I remember correctly. So far, you are doing amazingly well, and I didn't expect you to go into this level of detail. Oh, just just wait. (laughs) And if you you can't remember his name, you've already lost. Exactly. (laughs) Um, 
he's growing up in this little small village. Mm-hmm. Um, his childhood friend is about to marry his childhood best friend, but she obviously really wants him. Mm-hmm. There's this whole weird romantic subplot that doesn't matter because they basically all get killed off and die. <laughs> um, because Gebler, uh, a, a secret military organization who is aiding one of the two nations that is like present on this main continent, mm-hmm. um, is transporting a secret like high-tech mech that that crashes near the city i believe Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to retrieve it but the but the city slash village is like caught in the crossfire i will be much quicker after i do the intro because i'm like wait this is like forever faction to try to intro is a ton of information right off the bat oh yeah no you're thrown right into the whole thing where they're like calling all the humans like lambs that that, that's like the religious overtone where like these people are just like the people on this planet are just like for slaughter yep so basically, Faye gets in the gets in the thing. He activates it, goes nuts. His like best friend, doctor guy, whose name I don't actually know how you pronounce. Seton. Seton. Kitan. Kitan. Something. C i t a n. I think. C i t a n. Anyway, you have, you activate the mech. The city becomes the battleground. You get exiled, as happens in most JRPGs. Yep. <laughs> and thus, you begin the journey of we have to do something with this mech, basically. Yeah. And so the rest of the game is basically. You getting pulled into inter, like this political conflict between these two nations, and then you realize that there's this like ancient deity that's been like resurrecting your mm-hmm. characters over and over, mm-hmm. and you pretty much have to destroy God. Yeah. <laughs> so I could get more specific, but that's that's kind of the vague gist of it. Deus, yes, uh, the villain in this game is an artificial intelligence that comes into contact with something called the wave existence, the wave existence and becomes sentient destroy, realizes it's going to be destroyed. So destroys the ship it's on. Mm-hmm. And the then Eldritch. Yes. The Eldritch. And your character Faye is the last remaining survivor of that, who is reborn over and over again, whose sole purpose is to destroy Deus? I think so. I think the wave existence, which I don't even know what the wave existence they is. They don't really yeah. say. It's, it's just, just like, like an entity. Yeah, I think it's just like all Which is weird because that's the real God then. Yes. <laughs> if it's kind of. Yeah, it must be. So then yeah. Deus is just, I don't. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a story about characters being reincarnated through time. But only a few of them. Only a few. Only really two of them. And then Deus trying to basically hunt them down. And Deus having created an entire race of people so that they could remake his weaponized form and he could once again be in control. Yes. So he creates these people who then kill him because they realize he's evil. It's fucking nuts. Jesse, you forgot the two floating cities. Yeah, <laughs> two floating cities. I forgot a lot of things. Yeah. Also, didn't say heartless once. Didn't say heartless, didn't say heartless once. once. No. But there is an organization 13 because there were 12 <laughs> that came before. That's how names work. It's crazy and not only does it have a ton of religious uh I would say undertones, but it's overtones. They're oh, all over the place. Definitely. I mean, it's, they went for it. Yeah. 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 It, isn't there a scene of someone being crucified? Like, doesn't Faye end up getting... That sounds right. Cr- like, there's, like, an image. Where, oh, it's Ellie. There's one mm-hmm. scene where it's, like, Ellie on a cross. Yeah. Ellie is the other woman who gets reincarnated. Yeah. He basically comes your love interest. Her story is interesting in that the wave existence apparently created Ellie to be, like, Faye's friend yes. way back when. Mm-hmm. So they've, like, been, like, destined yeah. this whole time. And they keep just intertwining in different strange ways. Because when they first meet, they're enemies. They fight. Yeah. 
and because then it's she's like, part of that right. secret yeah. military force. He's got the mech that they were stealing. And so he's got the mech. Sounds like a terrible razor commercial. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got, got the, the mech. mech. Ooh, his face is so smooth. He's got the mech. <laughs> <laughs> and what was about this game? So when you play for the first time, uh, something I read about the game, which is they ran out of money while they were making the game. Yeah. So oh, yeah. towards the end, when you were playing the first time, could you tell? Did you notice? Was it weird to you the situation? Because uh, what they <laughs> yes. had to do, it was that obvious. Oh, it was it's like super something obvious. Something happened like, with this game. It's like either a new director took over and was like, you know what? We don't need to actually have people play the game. Yeah. They can just <laughs> tell them what's going to happen. Yeah. So and what's did it happening? Upset you? Were you like, what, what? Oh yeah. I mean, it was so much. Like I loved it because as a kid. I mean, I was never a really like religious kid, yeah. but, there, but something about like the philosophical discussions I thought was interesting. I don't know if I even quite grasped it the same way I would now, but it was just still like a really cool experience yeah. to be like, oh my God, like I've never seen a video game tackle like religion and like all these like actual human issues told yeah. through this like creepy sci-fi lens of like, we're going to turn humanity into blobs that we can use to make God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's cool. And then it just gets this, you know, and, and it's like multiple discs. So you're yeah. like, oh, this is exciting. And then you get to the third disc and it's just like, oh, we're literally going to have them sit in a chair like Barbara Walter style, be interviewed <laughs> and talk about what's happening. They just narrate the entire third disc. Yeah. The whole disc is just completely, except for like the very end when you get open world again, yeah. but there's not really much to do. So how long is the third disc? Like how long are they talking? Oh, hours. What? There's yeah. and I, I said this to you earlier. Yeah. There's a point where they just describe the, the act dungeon? of going through a dungeon, and then at the end, you fight the boss without the dungeon ever being yeah. made. It was so weird. Yeah, because it, 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 I think it was that mech battle with yeah. The, yep. Um, I don't know Ramses. That sounds right. Yeah. But yeah, this so this whole game is the vision of a husband and wife duo who write the script, pitch it as Final Fantasy VII. It gets rejected for being too religious. They've got all of these new coders and programmers who are working on it. It's a huge undertaking. The entire time they're making it, they're like pulling their hair out. They're all sick. They're all stressed. And they're all like, this is going to fall apart so fast. They're all shocked that it finally gets made. And when they get to the third disc, they're like, we have no time. We have no money. They're all just going to sit down in a rocking chair and tell you what happened. Yep. It takes a drastic change. And then you're just there fighting at the end of the game. It's just the game's over then. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That's it's crazy. Yeah. I, and I'm amazed that of all the like remakes and things that we've had happen like that and like Chrono Trigger in my mind are like high up there. Yeah. Like, oh, classic. Classic JRPGs. Right. That it's just like, oh, okay, well, that's that. We're just, <laughs> the best part is when you beat it, it's like, oh, this was episode five of six. Yes. yes. Which is like, yes. what? What? <laughs> There's such a huge back catalog of information for this game. This story is crazy and it spans thousands of years, years. Yeah. yep and you're only playing the most recent iteration of these two characters yeah when you first started playing this game how long did it take you to get hooked i would say i was pretty much hooked for two moments really like sealed it for me mm -hmm. i did love the opening animation yeah because okay. it's just kind of weird and it's like it's I mean, so it vague like, and big it was so vague big it's violent because like the ship's you know, like you're on the ship that Eldridge, yeah. you don't really get what's going on or why it's happening, no. but there's all this blood everywhere. It's violent, et cetera. It's like, oh, this is cool. Um, <laughs> I love this. And then when you're in the city and you take control of the mech, and then yeah. you basically end up like murdering all your villagers. <laughs> She's like, like, ooh, violence. Like, oh, I love this fun. again. <laughs> well, no, but again, like coming from like most video games being like, 
no, we're going to jump in little villain's yeah. head and like that. I was like, oh shit. This it got is, real. It got real dark. It was a very dark JRPG, yeah. especially for the time. I like how they said no to that. But it's like, all right, I got this one where a meteor's going to come hit Earth and everyone's dying. And yeah. this Shinra, like, well, they were everything's like, evil, like, as long as God's not involved. They were like, uh, <laughs> they're like, no to that. It's too dark. And the and the person went, ah, it's, it's, it's got a dog line. Let's make it. <laughs> Get that red 13 in there because there were 12 more before oh, yeah. him. Yeah, exactly. Because it'd be stupid to name him something 13 without there being 12 prior. Very good. I'm uh, not going to let that die. That's, yeah. No, you shouldn't. It's, it's so, a terrible decision. There is... Uh, there, there's religious aspects of this game, but there are also tons of psychological aspects of this game. Mm-hmm. This it is deeply rooted in actual uh, psychology and an actual therapist and psychoanalytics uh, throughout history. Yeah, it's. Did I mention that my background is forensic psychology? You did not. No, no you yeah. did not. I before moving like being in entertainment, I was getting my doctorate in forensic psych. So this makes what? so much sense. So I actually now know a lot about the Freudian and Jungian yeah. sort of plays that they have in there because they have phase Faye has this like I can't remember why he has this like alter ego that he can transform into but it's, it's id. called it's called the id yeah. yeah which is in Freudian terms is like the pleasure yeah like the id the ego and the super ego yeah and so it plays with all three of those so yeah uh, Faye is the ego mm-hmm. it is it and then I don't remember what the super ego there's a child one they have for him yes that's like the super ego yeah like probably the first version of yeah him, who's like his conscious um but then they do some of the union stuff as well, where it's like the shadow elements that people yep. have and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it does play a lot with this idea of self, like who, yep. you know, what drives us, how how your memories and personality are formed by the way your parents treat you. Because there is literally a character in this game who is designed as this child's mother yeah. to torture him, and whose sole role it is is to just experiment on him and turn him into a beast yep. and to try to bring out the worst in him and it is just like that's a thing and it's all about um i forget the woman's for- first name it's unfortunate because her last name is horny but she is a <laughs> famous psychologist and she was talking about how it's not that uh it's about the parent's intent it's about the child's perception of the parent's intent that shapes their personality right yeah. and so even if the mother in this game was trying to toughen the child the child views it uh as a lack of love and a lack of trust and now is uh is like pushing away all parental figures and so there's a lot of stuff like this in this game that just ties into what humans actually are it's a much more adult themed jrpg than most games yep i think the cool thing about this too is games like this and then entertainment just in general media if you're able to take big swings like this even if it doesn't become commercially successive successful you will still find an audience for it who will like attach themselves to it because oh, yeah this is like tens across the board for this game like people yeah, love this game it's we should crazy. also, we're talking about like deep and dark things in the game. We should definitely talk about Choo Choo. Okay. Yeah. 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 If you remember Choo Choo. Yeah. It's a weird character. It's just this, it's this totally like the game, like we've said a hundred times, it's super dark. And then you meet this like squirrel thing yep. that's just, oh, he's just a little animal. Yeah. Then that's it. He just, she becomes a party animal. I think she's in love with Faye, but it's like, oh, we need a cute thing in this yep. game. So here, let's just throw in this party <laughs> member. Basically a troll doll. Basically, yeah. yeah, it's like kind of, I mean, not like a Furby, but kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely tried to uh, to get away with one of them. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like, oh, no, this will, this will light things up at up. times. When she, yeah, There's, It's so dark. I love that it's dark, too. It's just, 
It's a lot. And and they unravel it slowly because most of this game is just saying, hey, um, here's some bullshit you don't understand. It'll make sense later. Yeah. <clears throat> and they do that for hours and hours and hours and hours until finally, finally you're like, wait, who is my character? <laughs> what is going to, on? Like, yeah, just what, where's, what are the origin stories of any of these people? Because, listen, origin stories in JRPGs, you're an important person. You didn't realize you're an important person. You're very important. Yeah. Fine. Now we're going to do that, but it's going to cycle every couple thousands of years. You've been important before. You've never accomplished your feat. You've been important before. You've never accomplished your feat. Now we've got this idea of, uh, of resurrection and reincarnation. And now you've got Eastern religion. Yeah. It's That's all before you kill God. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, wasn't it like, there's that character, Billy, who he's, oh, yeah. he's like a... Like what would you call him? Even like a a church bounty hunter, basically. <laughs> like he's he's pious and religious, but he his weapon is like a shotgun. He basically yeah. goes around like blasting mo- <laughs> like monsters. And the whole thing is he's hunting these beasts. I can't remember, like the the welg or the word or something. Know. But it turns out they're all just humans that his church has been experimenting on and releasing as monsters. It's insane. So it's, and the whole thing is supposed to feel very Catholic. There's crosses, and yep. then you're like, oh no, just kidding. This church is actually horribly evil. Yeah. Wow. And so. and one of the ways in which they illustrate somebody taking the church down and cutting out their bullshit, fossils proving evolution. At yep. one point, man, they uh, had some bones to pick with these literal, <laughs> like, <laughs> literal bones to pick because they're showing like these skulls and like, can you see a difference in these skulls between these skulls from thousands of years ago? Like, this is a different species, right? It's oh, yeah. fucking crazy. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you end up in this weird cave with this with like an, an old, old man. man. I think his name was Balzar, like one of the three wise men. Yeah, and yeah, and it's like, oh, here, let me show you my skull collection. As oh, you do, as like, you oh, do. Great. Yeah, I mean, we've shown you our floating candles in Hagrid's hut, but have you seen our skull collection? <laughs> because we've got it. We creepy. The night's still young. So. <laughs> Make sure you go to the restroom for you. How well do you know your favorite video games? Zeno Gears Edition. So the oh way boy. this is going to work. Oh, don't worry. Don't. I, think, <laughs> I think you're going to be just fucking fine. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a trivia lightning round game. Okay. We have three seconds to answer each question. And I want to be real clear about something. All these questions, totally about the game. Very much about the game. No, no, no jokes. That we're lying mm. and that there's going to oh, be a great. bunch of comedic do questions. You, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, you get it. It was a very that's, serious th- show. That's good. I'm not funny at all. So. Good, good. good. This will work good. out great. We have not laughed once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> question one. Right on cue. Question one. Where does Xenogears take place? Uh, it's on a single continent. I believe. Earth? <laughs> there's there's a name for the continent that they're uh, on. It starts with an I. It's like it does. It's in Isla. No, that's Jurassic Close. Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's I Island. It is uh, yes. Yes. yes, Ignis. Yes, very I did not good. see your phone. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, from there, I'm impressed. Very impressive. Question two: Who is the antagonist of Xenogears? 
Oh God, there's so I many. Mean, the big one we've named him. Deus. Yep, that's yep. it. Ramses. <laughs> Graf is another one. You've, there are so many. God. God. <laughs> Question three: The ancient Egyptian symbol uh, Ouroboros. Ouroboros depicts a serpent eating what? Himself. Its own, own tail. tail. Correct. Damn, impressive. Question four: Before being named Xenogears, what title was this game given? Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> that is a later question. It was Project Noah. Project Noah. Oh, that's Noah. right. I, did, yeah. I remember that. Question five. Uh, which one of these is not the name of a famous racehorse? <laughs> Foolish Pleasure, Sunday Silence, A Horse in Town, Smarty Jones, or I'll Have Another? Uh, Smarty Jones. Sorry, it's actually a horse in town. That's a Steely Dan album. <laughs> <laughs> That's Damn not it. a joke. That's for real. I I believe it. Question six: How many playable characters are there in Xenogears? Oh God. Okay. Um, I, can, can, can I like name them? Yes. Okay. So we have Faye. Yep. Ellie. Yep. Kaiden, Sidon, Shatan, whatever. Yep. Uh, Bart. Yep. Billy. Yep. Rico. Yep. Uh, we named this character before. Weird one. Choo choo. Really. Yep. Uh, there's the little girl, yeah. which is weird in combat to yep. bring her. Uh, what was her name? I can't remember. Anyway, and then uh, there's the AI cyborg little girl they find underground. Nine. Esmeralda. That's nine. That's nine. That's, That's nine. nine. Very, wow. Very, wow. You get extra credit for naming every single character. <laughs> no, I couldn't get the last one. It, uh, it was You're right. You get no points. Get out of my apartment. You're right. <laughs> You're doing it. horrible. <laughs> Question seven. What's eight times seven? 35? 56. 56. Wow, that was embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know we why. Ask this question to every single guest, and I would Damn say it. I'd say forty percent of them get it, and I'd say twenty percent of them go, "Fuck that! I'm not answering that question." <laughs> <laughs> question eight: Child labor laws are unnecessary. <laughs> Correct. I guess. Cor- I don't. I mean, look, very confident answer. Yeah. Look, if I can bring a six-year-old into combat with me. <laughs> It's in video games. It seems like it's fine. He got us there. Yes. Question nine. Xenogears was originally, originally planned as a sequel to what game? And this oh, is nice. God. Kingdom Hearts. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we talked about this Final Fantasy. Yeah. That's... No, Donald and Goofy kill God. <laughs> Disney that, it loved it. That would be amazing. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, question 10 will deal with this, but Final Fantasy was uh, what the script was pitched as. But after it was turned down as a Final Fantasy project, it was going to be a sequel to a different game. Oh, interesting. You know this game. Yes, you do, because you've mentioned it already. Oh, God. Chrono Trigger? Yes. Chrono Trigger. And then question 10, before being intended as a Chrono Trigger sequel, what other game was Xenogears intended to be? I apologize. Final Fantasy VII. I apologize. Both of those games. And Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Be as convoluted as you can. (laughs) Question 11. Would you rather eat an entire fistful of bees or be the guy who has to explain to my kid what happened to his pet bees? Um, oh, man. <laughs> I think I'd rather just tell the kid, be like, look, sorry, kid, your bees are dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not good with children, by the way, if you, <laughs> if, you, if you haven't picked up on this. The correct answer is, God, what a weird question to ask a guest. You bring a nice person to your home to have him sit on your couch only to ask him this question? Man, you got another thing coming. I love that you <laughs> threatened Jesse with that one. Question 12. Xenogears is a single chapter in a larger story. What chapter number is this game? Oh, five of six. Correct. Five of six. However, technically, it, it ends up becoming four. Get your bonus what? bullshit points well, out of here, Ryan. <laughs> I'm assuming, 
clearly this is a whole other fucking saga to talk about. Xenosaga. <laughs> exactly, because there's the Zohar and Xenogears, which then oh, Monolith separates from Square, or like comes their own company, mm-hmm. the team that did Xenogears, and they do Xenosaga. Right. Xenosaga actually has characters from Xenogears in it. Oh my god. But they're not technically the same characters. It's basically like the way they described it is like, hey, if you loved, you know, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, when you see him in Detective Pikachu, it's just the same like actor. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm pretty sure these are all the same oh characters. God. But yeah. So technically, if you're look at the order of things, that w- it should be episode four. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. All right, question 13, final question. Final question. Ryan? Organization 13? Oh, God, don't you dare. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan? Give us a secret. Tell us a a secret secret about yourself. Tell us a secret. Something you don't tell people. You've never told anyone. Oh, wow. Um, Just tell us and our thousands of listeners. Just tell everybody in the world something about Ryan And trust us. And we're not messing with you, Ryan. People have told us some pretty fucked up things. They really have. Well, I did try and kill God once, but that <laughs> I think people actually know that. No, there was one time that I accidentally got the police to break into my neighbor's house because I thought they had died. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and it was I'm a- so happy we made this part of our show. <laughs> it was a whole ridiculous saga. It was Christmas. It was, it was like Christmas okay. Eve. Okay, yes. I'm mean, I assuming you want to hear the story and not uh, just Yes, we need okay. to hear the story. It was this whole ridiculous saga. First, there was this guy who was on board this ship that crashed when he was the <laughs> only survivor. He was reincarnated throughout history. Yeah, someone dropped off this adult man-child that had an amnesia, and I was like, yeah, you can come live with me. It's I fine. you were a painter. You're cool. Yeah, and he's a painter and paints some really dark shit. Um, no, I was leaving for Christmas, and... Uh, like my neighbor just kind of pulled me over as I was dropping off my dog for daycare. And she's like, Emily doesn't really speak English. And she's like, there's a weird smell. Do you notice this weird smell? And I was like, Oh my God, I don't think so. And she's like, it's really strong. It's coming from their house. Yeah. And she's like, and then I think she she saw someone like breaking into their house. And so I was like, okay, well when I get home, like it's like my house, this, this dead person's house on one side and then her house on the other side. So I was like, well, I can oh try and look through my backyard over Please. the fence and like see like, oh, is there like... Please let it be that they were smoking broken weed. Broken glass. <laughs> broke down their door. It's, you smoking marijuana. It's, it's better than that, trust me. So, I, so on orgy. the drive like to the dog daycare and back, I've now convinced there's a dead body in the house. Yeah. The like the rotting smell seeping over, and I've called my friends, and they're they're all like, "Oh my god, like you got to take pictures." And mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> I was "Like I was like, I'll Facetime and don't worry. you you told your friends to take pictures of corpses. You bury the lead on this story, <laughs> my man. Oh no, they told me to take pictures. Oh okay, no no no, I was when I was gonna be seeing a corpse. Like they're like we want proof. <laughs> so I get home, and I'm like, I'm kind of smelling. And I'm like, you know, there is this like weird kind of like acidic burning kind of acrid smell in the air and it's, it's kind of familiar and i'm like is that rotting flesh like oh. is that what rotting flesh smells like my my brother and my dad are doctors so i'm like texting okay them. i was like i was like why is it familiar to anyone what rotting like yeah i, I was in nom I, I i more so the smell was familiar and i was like is that what it smells gotcha. like? right so i text them and, I, and my my brother he's a podiatrist so i I don't know how much dead body experience he has, but I was like, hey, what does a dead body smell like? Oh, my God. And he's like, I, like 
He's like, feet. like a dead body. I was like, okay, thanks, Brad. That's that's like saying a strawberry tastes like a strawberry. <laughs> yeah. like, yes, I'm aware that that would be the thing it smells like. Like sweet. Um, like that. So I started googling it, and I was just like checking. And I was like, well, it, yeah, like googling, like what does a dead body smell like? Words You're on a list, up. man. You're oh, already I, on a list. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So I walk out in front of the house, and like the mail's kind of spilling out of the mailbox, oh, and so man. I'm getting more and more. I'm like. Okay, there's a lot of weird things, but I'm, I don't see any signs of a break-in. Mm-hmm. So finally, like, you know what? I'm just going to call, like, non-emergency, like, 511. It's yeah. like, there's 911, which is where, like, I need help right away. And yeah. there's 511 where it's like, I have a mild annoyance. Can I didn't deal know with that. This later. There is, yep. No, no. And 411, when you want to find out what's annoying to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I call them, and... I'm trying to explain that I'm like, you know, I'm trying to be casual about it. I'm like, yeah, I don't really think this is a big thing, but there's this smell. I, I, the neighbor said they might have seen someone breaking in. Yeah. And they're like, uh, they're like, Cole, please, we're going to transfer you to 911. And so I was like, Whoa, oh, shit, now it's shit. all. Now it's okay. like, oh, now it is you like real. adjust in your chair like, oh, God. Or like, <laughs> oh, I was now at this point, I'm like, I'm not getting on a plane tonight. Like, I'm going to have to stay here and give police statements. Oh, my God. And, like, this is a whole thing. So they get on the phone, and they're like, they're asking me some of the same questions. They're like, when was the last time you saw your neighbor? And I was like, oh, I don't fucking know. I never see them anyway. Yeah. Like, they're like, how old is your neighbor? And I'm like, I mean, I think he's kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> Like, have you heard any weird noises? And I was like, I mean, maybe. Like, now it's, I mean, yes, obviously something could happen. Yeah. So, like, okay, we'll send someone over. <clears throat> so, I'm like, okay, great. My work is done. I started to, like, pack up. Mm-hmm. Outside, I hear this, like, crazy loud siren is, like, screeching <laughs> oh down the God. street. And then I, uh, it stops, like, right in front of the house. Mm-hmm. There's, like, and I open my door, and there's, like, one of those king size fire trucks. Oh my Whoa. god! Out in front of the house, like five firefighters are like, oh my god. jumping oh my off this god. truck, running to the house, and they're like, they're like, hey, which, like, did you call about the body? And I was like, yeah. The they're body. like, which, which house is it? And I was like, that one. And so now I'm like in my kitchen because it's like right next to them, like <laughs> listening. And and again, people, my friends are like, oh my god, you gotta like face like live stream this. Yeah, like, we we, this we all need insane. to experience oh this god. real time. And so they're like, they're calling out and they're like, you know, hey, are you okay? Like, you know, we're just checking on you. We're coming in. And they like, they apparently like cut the lock on the back gate so they can get to the backyard. Yeah. And they were about to like break in the glass or break it, like pop the door mm-hmm. frame. And then it gets really quiet. And then I start hearing laughter. And that's when I know I'm like, oh no, I've done something terribly wrong. <laughs> and so I'm on my phone, my friend. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. And so I'm like standing there just like awkwardly waiting for them to come back. And <clears throat> there's a knock on the door. And this fire chief is like, hey, can you come outside with me for a second? <laughs> and oh I was like, my God. we have to have oh. words. Oh. oh, God, I'm so sorry. And so we walk out front and he's like, so that smell that you were talking about. I was like, yeah. He's like, could it be the vat of tar that they're baking directly across the street from the house? Oh, my God. I'm not even kidding. There's. A giant truck that is a huge vat of tar that it's baked. Like, there's no reason not have seen it. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, that's probably what that burning yep. weird smell oh. is. It's probably the burning tar. Yep. And they're like, are you sure? <laughs> like, let's walk over and make sure. I was like, oh. I was like, I'm. you know what? You got me. You're right. <laughs> but I mean, you shouldn't even feel guilty. Like, that should be yeah. like a nice thing to be like, I didn't know. Maybe something's happening. I didn't know. You I was were concerned. Checking, like, concerned. I, I, that's how I felt at first until their cousin showed up and had oh. words with me. Oh. Because, what? Because they had to like, because they locked, because they, they cut open the gate. Yeah. 
their house was exposed and they were all in Palm Spring apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Christmas Eve. This guy has to like leave his family to come into town oh my to like God. repair oh. the, this guy's gate. I, I to my credit, I had actually was going to go and get a lock to replace it. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, at least do that. Like I have to. And then I like slid 20 bucks under the gate with a like apology note and was like, here's my phone number in case anything else comes up. Like, honestly, you're not in the wrong. No, you're not in the wrong. That's, you're a, that's a neighborly neighbor. thing. That's a very nice neighborly thing. I would like to think so. Like, if I had almost died, and I would like to think someone would maybe notice and call someone. <laughs> I mean, that's the most blue-collar thing ever is just like, oh, God, turned out to be wrong. Let's go tell him he's an idiot. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> hey, hey, guy. Hey, hey guy. You hey, ever, caring guy. <laughs> you, ever, you ever worked manual labor? Guy who doesn't know what tar smells like? Oh, this idiot. Oh, we all had to slide down a pole for this. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, can I tell you something? What? This has been How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video? Oh, <laughs> such a good story. That was a good story. If like if they just sent one cop, which yeah. you know, yeah. you're like, I don't want somebody to go knock on their door. That's really all I oh, want. Oh yeah, no. Like, it, it did not warrant like actually yeah. five humans coming out <laughs> in a giant fire truck. Yeah, you exactly. know who the bad guy in this story is? The person at 511 who went, I'm gonna transfer you to 911. Oh, I blame the neighbor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it started with her. I was responding to her concern. No. So she would have just noticed the vat of tar and been like, oh, that's a that's a reasonable thing. Yeah. But nope. Yeah, fuck everybody fuck else it. in that fuck story. Fuck everybody else. Fuck yeah. everybody else. So going back to the Xeno Gears, we talked about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Uh, which one at this point to you, to you feels more convoluted? You know, I I think it has to be Kingdom Hearts because even yeah. though there's so many there's so many characters and so many like, like moving millennia parts. that are yeah. involved in Xenogears, it still kind of follows the same coherent path of like, oh yeah, it's like t- it's like history repeating yeah. itself. It's these two characters trying to like break a cycle yep. and prevent this god creature from fusing with a giant mech. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. I'm like, I I literally don't even understand what I'm doing at this point in the game. Yeah. Like, is, who am I fighting? What is the darkness? Yeah. What. Yeah, like, what is the point? The what word, is the point? The word actually gets used too much in that game for the plot, where it's like, this person's actually this, and this is actually Oh, I thought you meant that there going, is... And this is what's actually Some happening. dude in a fedora with a goatee and a actually, thumb ring. Actually? <laughs> uh, organization 13? <laughs> so, the battle system in Xenogears is a notable one. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, instead of turn-based, it is still technically turn-based but there are action points that you can use that you can like save up there are like death blows the leveling system the like everything about the battle system and this is one of those funny things that if, if they had had more time and more money i'm sure they would have changed because there's no real tutorial for how to do anything in this game you kind of just feel it out so yeah. so for example their limit breaks are called death blows right yeah they're overdrive moves and let's say there are three attacks. Triangle costs one point, uh, square costs two, X costs three. When you press triangle, you can press it like four times. They'll do four attacks. What they don't tell you and what you can't track at any point in the game is that if you hit with the first attack, miss with the second, hit with the third, hit with the fourth, that second one doesn't level up. And there's a death blow sequence for every possible permutation of these mm. of these uh, symbols that you're pressing, and you have to level up triangle one, triangle two, triangle three, triangle four, 
uh, square one, square two, and X, and like oh, yeah, all this shit. I never understood the level up system for for the combos. It's insane because yeah. it's like you can see that you're gonna you're trying to learn something else. Like yeah. when you look in your status menu, yeah, but it, you don't actually know what's leveling it. Like yeah. I never, I would just mash all the buttons and be like, I'll, I hope that I'll does learn it. it. Something I'll yeah. learn at some point. And it's just like it's a thing that's not tracked and not explained. And a lot of the battle system is kind of like that. It's still a very cool fucking battle system. Yeah. You're fighting with like old martial arts styles and you're fighting as giant robots that are kicking each other's asses. That's yeah. pretty badass. It's fun That's as pretty hell. badass. It's pretty badass. It's just a funny thing to me that they're like, we didn't have time to explain this. You guys are fucking. <laughs> Whereas Kingdom Hearts like, let's explain this 13 times. Uh, Xenogears is like, we're not going to explain this at all. You guys are on your own. Giant robots. Have a blast. Enjoy. Yeah. You've seen anime. You know how this works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you want to jump into our next game? Do you want to do it? Let's do it. We uh, we wrote game a game. Just for you, buddy. And I'm excited. I'm looking forward I, to you're this. You're very intelligent. We can already tell. Yep. You have a lot of information to give. So we know that you know that RPGs are all kind of the same. You stayed up top. So Archetypical. We wanted to give you a game. This game is called RPG Character or an Actual Person from History. So <laughs> we're going to let you, we're going to name, we're going to describe somebody. Yep. Okay. And we're not going to tell you who it is. And you got to tell us, is it a person from history? Is it a person from RPG? And if you could name that person. Yep. Think you okay. know who it is. All right. Please Are you ready? Let's do it. Number one. After being tutored by the wisest man in the world, a young soldier has to take the reins of his beloved kingdom after the assassination of his father. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> Good start. Uh, history? It is, it is history. Any idea who it is? My mind went to, like, King Arthur, but he's not even a real person. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Alexander the Great. There was, it go. was Aristotle. Aristotle was, Aristotle his, tu- was his, his tutor it. until he was 16. Yeah. There you go. Uh, number one, number two. This young man had his life destroyed by the local government, and he was sentenced to exile. However, he retaliated by leading a small battalion of fighters through the nation's capital, bringing his oppressors to justice. Um, I want to say it's Secret of Mana. It's not. It's RPG. It is, it an, is RPG, an, it's an RPG, but it is not Secret of Mana. Uh, is it Sukoden? It's not. It is a newer one, oh, and there have been one. five of them. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Is Joker from Persona 5. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Did you play it? I love Persona 5. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. it. Yeah, it's so good. I can't wait for him and Smash Brothers. Yes. Oh my God. Good call. All right. Imprisoned by his government for a crime he did not commit, this man not only lives to see the entire infrastructure of the government collapse, but does so with the princess of the nation by his side. RPG. Damn. Who is it? I don't know. Wait. You know this one. You know this say, one. Say it again really quickly. Imprisoned by his government for a crime he did not commit, this man not only lives to see the entire infrastructure of that government collapse, but does so with the princess of the nation by his side. Oh, God. Um, oh, uh, Final Fantasy XI? This is Chrono from Chrono Trigger. Oh, damn it! <laughs> I won't lie, I was really proud of this one. He was like, he does live to, to see the entire infrastructure crumble. Literally. Yep. Next one. Considered by many to be more than just a human, she was both a skilled fighter and a beacon of hope for an entire people. Her death was unceremonious, but she's seen by many as a martyr. Jean, uh, Joan? Joan of Arc. Damn it. Joan of Arc. I, I was going to Jean Yark, which is actually both, because she has her own video game on Game Boy. That's fucking crazy. Yep, you play as her 
on this like royal saga and it's like she hears god and you're like is this mental illness oh, so or? that's not too religious that's not too religious. <laughs> no that's, 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 that's <laughs> again anything like post 1995 for some reason they're like eh, fuck it, like, okay. fuck it. We're, we're over it yeah all right at the center of a great war between nations this man rose to power under the tutelage of another leader his cult leader-esque personality oratory style and strange physical appearance are almost as infamous as his heinous deeds real person is it no no oh wow damn it i was thinking it was like some like mongolian you not genghis khan no just some, some Mongol. mongolian <laughs> i mean no this is uh kefka from oh, final yeah. fantasy six yep. ready for your next one yep at the center of a great war between nations, this man rose to power under the uh, tutelage of another leader. His cult leader-esque personality, oratory style, and strange physical appearance are almost as infamous as his heinous deeds. Is this is this now Genghis Khan? This is Adolf, Adolf Hitler. Hitler. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, Genghis Khan did not have a cult. He had people who were like, you'd kill me if I didn't join you, that's, so yeah. I'm on your side now. I mean, that's kind of cult-like. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but cult like is like to me is like here's our philosophy, here's what we think, and Genghis Khan was like, you take things. Yeah, (laughs) except I murder you, or I only murder some of you. It's your call. Fun fact: um, you've heard of? Have you heard of Nixium? Of what? Nixium? No, it's that cult that Allison Mack was in. That like, yeah, the sex cult. The sex cult thing. Yes. (laughs) So you notice how I got louder? I was like, yeah, the sex cult. Oh yeah, no, I. I weirdly had way too much interaction with that because I was living in Vancouver at the time when they were recruiting a bunch of people. Yes. It was really weird. But to your point, it is a cult, but it's also fear-based because they make you submit personal information yeah. about yourself or they get information about you so you can't leave. It's a Scientology. Yeah. So, so then, ergo, I would say Genghis Khan could have had a cult. He could have. Because they were too afraid to leave because of what would happen if they did. <laughs> uh, cool thing about Genghis Khan is nobody actually knows what he looks like. Well, I'm going to assume he's, he's, he's weird looking. He is not attractive. <laughs> I mean, Let's take just... that, man. Take that in your unmarked grave. Uh, <laughs> next, next one. This person is a sassy cat in the form of a Michelin man. At times he's a traitor and at times he's violent, but the white ball of being... What? But his white ball. But this of... white ball of being always turns out to be the sole reason that everything is awful. I'll say again, this person is a sassy cat in the form of the Michelin Man. At times he is a traitor, and at times he's violent, but this white ball of being always turns out to be the sole reason that everything is awful. Oh! Ah, Kite... Cat Sith, yeah. yeah. It's Dick Cheney, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's like, it has to be a cat riding the Michelin Man. All right. Only a child when her father was taken and forced to work for the state, this person would go on to aid. You'll never believe this. A rebellion against a tyrannical government. <laughs> she was able to escape the reach of the government cap- that captured her father and worked tirelessly to make to take them down. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to just... Historical figure. No. No? I, I mean, I, that has to happen at some point in it's real life. It's Maria uh, Balthazar from Xenogears. <laughs> oh, God damn it. It was Maria! <laughs> see? Yeah. That one. was the one name I couldn't get. Damn it. Although we know who his mother is... It is unclear who this person's father was. Still, he travels with a small group of ardent followers who, until eventually, he is killed and comes back to life. Jesus? I'm sorry, it's Sephiroth, Sephiroth. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Next one. 
Although we know who his mother is, it is unclear who this person's father was. Still, he travels with a small group of ardent followers until eventually he is killed and comes back to life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. No, it's Cloud, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Final one. Although we know who his mother is, it is unclear who this person's father was. Still, he travels with a small group of ardent followers until eventually he is killed and comes back to life. You know what? I'm just going to say Genghis Khan. It's Why Jesus! <laughs> this has been RPG or an actual person from history. Well done. Well done, that was really fun. I'm glad you liked that. Thank you. I thought that was entertaining. I, uh, I feel like I need to provide you a game. No. no you you no, provided us we... by coming here and talking about a game that and you love. You told love. us your secret. Yeah, you told us a secret. That's plenty. All right. All right. So um, we, I mean, I had a good one, but. Before we, we jump into our, our end segments here, there is an aspect to this game that I think is widely beloved that we haven't touched on. And you know me, so you know what it's going to be. It's the game's music. Oh, yeah, definitely. Did the music hit you hard? Oh, my God. That last song, I think it's called Small of Two Pieces, was yeah. like my go-to depression song when I was in <laughs> high school. Like, I'm really sad. I'm going to play that song. It's yeah. really going to pl- tug at the heartstrings. This... Uh, this game has a lot of there's a lot of imagery surrounding the game um, of a shattered mirror. Yeah, that's something that the, the the creators of the game talked about. It's you know how you enter the battle system, just like Final Fantasy X. And there's a lot of uh, imagery evoked of that. And I think there's there might even be. I know there is a hidden music video on the Xenogears disc hmm. that never made it into the actual game of a song. Uh, I don't remember if it's the one about shattered mirrors, but there's all sorts of. Very, um, I'm not going to say emo, but emo music. It's pretty, yeah. It surrounds it. There's also a good deal of just very good classical uh, sounding just RPG music yeah. that sets the tone for a lot of beautiful landscapes. Was it Nobu who did the composition for it? I actually don't know. He's, he did a lot of the old Final Fantasy and like yeah. Squaresoft things from that era. I think that would make sense. Uematsu? Yeah. It might be. It might not be. I'm not sure. If only there was a device that could tell us this. There's not. <laughs> There's, it's Damn 1996. It. Where we yeah, had such a device. That's true. Is, is there an encyclopedia? <laughs> uh, it is interesting. Um, one of the this is also one of the ways you can tell that this game was kind of rushed at the end, or just underfunded at least. It is twice the size, or maybe like 150 percent the size of Final Fantasy VII. It has half the number of original musical tracks. Ooh. And so there are moments where they start to reuse musical tracks throughout the game yeah. that you're like, I've heard this before, and it worked a lot better the first time. <laughs> this doesn't really make sense. Again, they ran out of money. They ran out of money. <laughs> they ran out of time. I can't believe oh, they got this thing out the door. My question for you is, since what what was your most frustrating part in the game? Uh, then I'll, I'll say mine and see if, for, for listeners, if who played it, they relate to this, was that goddamn Tower of Babel. That's, uh, yeah, it's like the longest dungeon, that, and the, it all looks the same. It's the longest dungeon, and you you have to walk around in your mech for most of it. Yeah. Which mech combat is hard because you, you do have limited fuel, mm-hmm. so you'll start to diminish, and you can, like, charge your fuel, but it's not very much. The worst thing, though, is, is that you have to jump. And if you fall, the platforming, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like a platform thing where it's you can fall a long way, yeah, and then you have to fucking grind your way back up. You, you're running out of fuel, and it was it was just the worst possible dungeon. Dude, every JRPG has this one dungeon that is fucking horrible. Oh yeah, uh, Final Fantasy twelve has another huge tower that's like 99 stories that you have to climb and it's god awful in 10 it's the uh what's the temple where you have to get on those like moving oh in bevel bevel like oh no 
In 10, it's Mount Gagazette. To you, that's the most annoying? Yeah. yeah. Mount, is, Mount Gagazette's pretty bad. And in 7, it's the it's the northern crater when you're yeah. finally going up it. Yeah. yeah. Like, every JRPG just has one fucking... Ugh. That you're like, I just want to get through this. Just in Persona 5, it. it's Mementos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mementos, Mementos is, like, is, is so a grind fest. You're like, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's interesting, but... Yeah. I mostly just drive by every single monster. Dude, it's... That everyone has it. Babel, like, yeah, I remember when I was watching the platforming, I was like, this is so not what this game was designed to be. Because they're oh, like, we, so just, unforgiving. we need to rest it and do something different, and they're like, well, let's just put this here. The most frustrating thing also was if you're like a like a perfectionist, you want to get like all the items and everything. Yeah. There's this badge you can get at the beginning of Xenogears called the RPS badge. Mm-hmm. And it's it's there's this one villager you can play rock, paper, scissors with. <laughs> but... It's like 50 gold to play. You don't have that much money to start. Yeah. And remember, shortly after this moment, this entire village is going to be decimated and this guy is probably dead. So you only have this one moment to get it. And if you get all three badges that come up in the game, you Mm -hmm. get some kind of special badge. So it was so much playing. And sorry, you, you, you had to win five in a row. Yep. So you would you would start playing fucking random rock paper scissors and then you would lose and you have to go outside grind for money grind for money or reset the game oh. which on a PlayStation was like it's arduous worst. yeah it's the worst I, I'm glad you both use the word arduous by the way <laughs> <laughs> it's really gre wordy of you dude it's ugh. Yeah. that that is a thing um that's another like a Final Fantasy twelve thing where the most powerful weapon in the game exists. But only if you don't open this one specific treasure oh my God, chest I know, at that one point. Stupid zodiac spear. Yeah, the zodiac like, spear, dude. Why, oh. Okay, I'll just. Why have it? Why have it? If it why ugh. make that a thing where it's like, what would make me not open this chest? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like a warning. It's so fucking preposterous. It was, yeah, that was incredibly lame. All right, okay, do you right. want to jump in? Let's do it. So we have one final thing, and okay. it's not. And it's the not. It's final a lie. Thing. It's a fake thing. It's called Final Five. Same five questions that we ask every single guest, okay. and all of them are completely original, and, and all... none of them are stolen from James Lipson's Inside the Actor Studio. And I will kick down his door and punch him in the throat if he sends me another cease and are desist letter. Are you a letter. fan <laughs> of James Lipton? Do you like James Lipton? Uh undecided, neutral. Okay, okay. okay. Well, well, that's half correct. That's yeah. That's not. It's let's not, not let's so not pick well, at that too much. We were, fuck him. <laughs> we're not hoping for that. I mean, that. I don't like him now. Good. Thank you. Good. Thank you. Yeah, that's, yeah, what no. that's what we're saying. He's a dick. That's what we're saying. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You get it. Such a good. This guy gets it. Ryan. Just good. Guys. Ryan. Question one: If you could be any video game character, who would you be and why? Um, who would I be? You know, I would probably be. This is gonna sound really weird. Probably Yuna. Of all people, oh, really? You're be- fucking weird. I know. No, it's, it's super weird. Though that's where my mind went. X two or ten? Uh, well, the non abysmal one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I mean, I do want to be in a Charlie's Angels band, so <laughs> ten two kind of works. I'm just trying to get as many people to say fuck ten two as much as possible. No, I mean it was a terrible game. You're the um, second person today to say that to us. I can't think of many people who would not say that. Yeah, good, good. If you uh, do know those people. Fucking call the cops on them. Have them kick in the door. <laughs> Just dox them. And do swat them. And everything. do not give them twenty dollars in a sorry. No, yeah, no. thank you. When their when their fucking cousin or whatever shows up to have words with you, <laughs> you just kick him in the throat like he was James Lipton. I bet James Lipton loves Final Fantasy Ten too. <laughs> Dude, fuck that guy even harder now. So why you? Know? Um, you know, of all the combat mechanics that I've always loved in Final Fantasy games, summoning has always been a, what I thought was the coolest. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so 
for some reason. I mean, technically, I guess anyone can summon in Final Fantasy. No, it's only Yuna. And right. Yuna, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. only Yuna. Yeah, so yeah, I pick Yuna. I mean, but that's kind of interchangeable with, like, I could say Aiko, the six-year-old who joined you in combat in Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah. Which, by the way, she's literally six years old. Yeah. It says in the instruction. It's weird. You brought a six-year-old into combat, and she to also... To fight an alien. Up, oh, she fights God. Yeah. It is God. Yeah. You fight. It's fucking stupid. It's like, okay. <laughs> I love it, but it's fucking stupid. Yeah, but we'll um, go with that. Also, Yuna, uh, one of the strongest characters in the entire Final Fantasy uh, canon. Like, Absolutely. mentally and emotionally. Just putting that out there. Just that laugh. We'll talk about so that game. Comfortable. Oh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I defend that so much. I'm like, it's not that bad. It has it's, a comedic point. It's really, really bad. It has a comedic really point. No, it is not. It is uncomfortable and weird. Wait a minute. I, I want to just really quick. You actually like the laugh scene? I don't like no. the laugh, but I know what they were going for. Because I, it's the line after the laugh. I mean, is, that's like seeing the room and being like well but i mean it was gonna be a good movie oh no not at all level no the laugh the the whole thing is that they're faking laughing and then they start laughing at each other and then when they turn around everybody's staring at them and walker just goes we thought you went crazy (laughs) that's what he says to them and so the line wasn't supposed to be like look at this great moment it was like no they're being goofy together and everybody else is like Fucking weirdos. I think that's like honestly the difference between like Japanese culture and American culture where sometimes just like it just feels weird yeah. like what they're doing and they can't change it. So when they're just laughing awkwardly, it's like I get it, but that was also the moment where I was like, I don't like Titus anymore. <laughs> like I was like, I don't like, yeah. like I still love this game. I was like, I don't like this character. That's I, all right. You don't have to like Titus, you have to like Orin. That's yeah, all that's I it. want. Orin's badass. Orin's oh, well, Orin is fantastic. Orin is fantastic. I yeah. You're like still going with Yuna. <laughs> I still go with Yuna, but definitely disagree in the last thing <laughs> question, fine. question two if you could get rid of one game in history what would it be that's a hard one i don't know I, i'm trying to think if there was one game that i'm like fuck you game uh <laughs> golden eye really? really not because it's a bad game but because when i played it with my brother as a kid he would just Dominate annihilate you. me yeah. all the time and it's the only game he would play with yeah. me and so it just became like the most heinous experience of my life oh. to play. So I would say GoldenEye, unfortunately. Yeah. Those are some good reasons. Yeah, man. Those or are good reasons. Get, keep the game here in multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, multiplayer is the game as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah. Number three. If you were to make up a big game title for your life, what would it be? <laughs> oh, God. The laughter is already scary. Oh, no. Uh, I would say... Um, Midwest Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Multiplayer, what are you doing? And what's going on? Uh, it's got to be an RPG. I think it would basically You're definitely be... going to a Piggly Wiggly a lot. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it was high V. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, I would say it's joke. a JRPG where it's me growing up in Omaha, Nebraska, small town kid, and not realizing that there was this like bigger global threat of some kind and like picking up party members along the way <laughs> as you go to you know all around the continent basically because yep. they live all around the continent it's just you and a bunch of six-year-olds fucking <laughs> just, oh yeah totally <laughs> fighting god burning down churches yeah speaking of cults the homeless people are like the random encounters <laughs> i'd buy the fuck out of that game yeah, it'd be fun all right question four what one aspect of video game life do you wish was true in real life uh leveling up Okay. Nice. Yeah. In what way? 
like if I went to the gym like really hard for a year mm-hmm. and just like got jacked, got ripped, like it's good. It never yeah. goes down. You never have to maintain I it. I never have to worry about this yes. again. There's that no is a chance great of me. Point. No steps back. No. That's what the leveling like, system promises you. If you're, that, strong, you. If you're yep. that smart, like you don't forget anything. anything. Nothing. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Nothing. It's all there. That's it's you. You only keep the best parts of you. So everyone crazy. dies just super jacked. Just oh, all yeah. these dead jacked, people, just like rip. young, happy. <laughs> Everybody's just fucking till they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hellscape you've created. Oh, I, I love, love it. This. I love this. All right, question five. And again, totally original. Didn't steal this from anyone. James Lipton can die in a ditch. Yeah. he's going to. If heaven exists, <laughs> what would like to your God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? If heaven exists, what would God say to me? And I write, what would you, what like you want to him hear? to say? What would I like for him to say? Two d- totally different things. Um, we've prepared Xenogears one through six for you. <laughs> <laughs> we prepared? Yeah, like, we prepared. We finished all the games. <laughs> all those games are done. That's Yeah, no, that's a great yeah, fucking answer. I'll tie it in. That's I'll throw awesome. it back. I like it. Guys, final five. And there we go. I'm, th- I'm thinking we're landing on. Still way less convoluted than Still ways convoluted. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I agree. All right. So we've we, got go one ahead. last thing, oh. and it's two things. It's really two things. It's two things. So that we've been lying about all the Yeah, time. everything right. has been a lie. I, 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 I do like how this has consistently been like, okay, one last thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how we string people along. What would you like to plug? And secondly, More importantly, where is your favorite place to eat in oh, the world? Wow. Okay, so I'll do the place to eat. My favorite place to eat in the world I would say uh, is a restaurant in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. Called Kobe. Okay. It is a hibachi style steakhouse. Which sounds awesome. That's where it's like where they cook in front yeah, of yeah. you. It's like a Benihana, but it's a leveled up Benihana. Nice. So it's not. It's and you can't lose a level. We know this exactly. So it's like if Benihana is Denny's, this is like TGI Fridays. So it's like <laughs> okay, or, or or like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Where gotcha. It's, like, it's still pretty not actual Japanese cuisine, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wait, so, you did. Wait. You sold that. You just as, compared it to okay. TGI Friday. <laughs> hey, I grew up in the Midwest. So, I, like, why every do you like Friday? Was it was that a TGI Friday? So, what, was there sentimental value to? Is there something you get every time so, that you're there? Uh, to this day, still, I will always go to like a hibachi place to celebrate birthdays or big events. Really? That's, okay. that's what we did as kids. My parents would always oh, take me. Oh, nice. Yep. So that it has like a very like celebratory connotation. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. So that's super fun, and it is good food. That's, that's great. Dope. Kobe. 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 Yep. Kobe. 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 It's spelled Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah. Kobe. All right. And what would you like to plug? Oh, God. Well, uh, we have a new podcast that you mentioned earlier Boom. that is coming out early February, February 12th. Or yep. probably is out. Or is out, is out now. now. So go listen to it. Let me just rewind. It's out now. Uh, you can get it on Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. It's being released with Earwolf. Uh, it's called Voyage of the Stars. It is a sci fi comedy that's basically a narrative improv hybrid there you go uh it's a big space epic kind of mess where it's a group of bumblers who get on a, uh, an alien spaceship end up on the wrong side of a wormhole and are fucking up planets one at the other one at the other as they try and get home nice and it stars felicia day uh colton dunn uh janet varney and steve berg that's awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's super so, fucking fun. It has a lot of in-game video game references. Fun fact, one of the characters is named after a Final Fantasy VI character. Which one? Uh, his name is Pollum. Oh. Very nice. There's so many fucking Final Fantasy... What are there, 16 by the end? And six? Because I think you have four groups of... Or it's 12 or 16, because at six at the end, you split to fight... Um, 
Kefka and you split up into groups of four, and I think you can split up to it's four groups of four. So it is sixteen. Uh, I think there's extra characters though because it's five is people it in a party. Eighteen all total. Well, oh, there's five, five people. people. In a party. Oh, that's so probably right. Twenty. Holy shit! Jeez. There's so many people you have, in this game. You have all the main characters you can get. There's yeah. Shadow, who you can yep. keep alive if you wait to the last second, and oh then there's God. oh, what are their names? There's the there's the big cave guy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then there's Gogo, yep. who can mimic. So weird. Yeah. So weird. Anyway. But check out Voyage to the Stars. Check out Voyage to the Stars. (laughs) Ryan, you're such a great guest. Thank you so much for coming on. You obviously played a bunch of other games, so please come back and talk to us again about something. I would love that. Thank you very much. Well, this has been Xenogears, or Xenogears, depending on how you pronounce it. (laughs) Or Xenogears. There you go. (laughs) But those are the only three options. That's it. Ryan, Keith, Jesse. This has been New Players Joined. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. If you like the game, you're you're a moron. No, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> ah, get him, Ryan. All of our listeners are get now. Him, Sorry, guys. Oh.